um, army life? I think so. Okay, now go. Oh. <laughs> Hello. Come on. I, to the I know. Mic. I do too. I want to talk to the mics. <laughs> you um, guys have been conditioned by the oh, man. So I'm just making sure that it's working and I see us. But I don't hear sound. Conditioned by the oh, man. There we go. Okay. Well, oh, it's, it's even subtitled? Yeah. That's awesome. So if anybody hears anything, uh, it doesn't sound right. Just let us know because this we don't know what we're doing. I want to beat Boston no. and see what subtitles do. <laughs> That's it's just gonna be a long list of like expletives and unPC things. There's also a um if you're well, you're not a guest, never mind. So forget everything I was just about to say. So okay. um forget something I've never heard. When I suggested doing this, can you guess who I thought was gonna say no? Uh me? Well, I figured uh, that you were already saying like no, 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 no. No, yeah, like because totally, I was inside. I was like no, 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 no. But I was like, well, it's always gonna be no. So fuck it, yes. I really, th I thought it was gonna be Fabian who was gonna say yeah. no. There's reasons for that. I, I mean, know there is, and we worked like worked towards this moment. It's not gonna be the best moment, but no, I, my reasons would be like, wow, that's a big change at the last second. Uh, to like the routine, I'm a I'm a creature of habit. I like routine. I like knowing what I'm doing, and the sudden like, oh god, I like we're figuring it out on the fly. It's kind of reminding me of the old days. It was fun. So. Yeah, I figured you've yeah. been through a, a sink or swim camp with you know work before. Oh yeah. With, oh yeah. Jump on this register. Oh yeah. Here, go in this pharmacy. Oh yeah. Just uh, here, train this person, and um, I figured you know. You've got that gear. Yeah, yeah. So I uh, pulled a pulled a microphone, like this is a brand new microphone, pulled it out of a box somewhere. Can't find my regular one. Uh, hopefully it sounds a little bit better than the old phone, the episodes where I was just on the phone. In the, in the bottom of can. Yeah. It does. You sound yeah. amazing. Okay. Also, awesome. it was so last minute, Corwin is here, but not, you can't see him. Yeah, I... Apparently, I have to download some kind of Canon driver for my camera to use it as a webcam. Uh, it would it would have been a big ordeal to to figure it out. He wasn't but, a mystery. I didn't even think about it. He was a mystery Canon. for me for a while. Oh. So uh, yeah, you could use your Canon as your webcam, and the video quality would be crazy. Yeah, so, I would really like us to figure out how do you guys could like. Do this, but you figure out a way that you guys could use those microphones and like have that same sound quality, you know, because right now it sounds like you're you're not at the bottom of a can, but it's not it's not as good as it was. Is it terrible? Oh, yeah. No, it's not terrible. I unplugged something and when I plugged it back in, the driver changed and it was like, oh, it's oh. 729. Well, we'll just roll with it. It happens. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Uh, we have we have switched places. Anyway. Anyways, I've had a fucking amazing day. And I don't know. It's from this morning. 
to what led me to um, ask you guys to do this live and then y'all saying yes but my whole day's been just great that's awesome like i, I, hit, I feel carried i feel carried along by your good mood right now what is it called when you reach a milestone you meet reach it or do you hit it or do you cross it or do you i think it's just reaching a milestone isn't it? i think it even really worked i mean i guess maybe it's how hard you impacted this milestone did you cross it did you coast along or did you like I hit worked that my ass towards it there you go and then did I you vault it Huh? Did you vault it? Like Does that have just, to do with rocks? Just, no, just like straight over, like no problem. Like fuck this. Fuck this milestone. Like I'm on to the no, next one. No, it was a good milestone. And I think this is a little milestone for us. Right? Yeah, true. Mm -hmm. It is um, true. So I've uh, hit two milestones today. Well, what's your milestones? Uh this. And um I gained two pounds, which I don't feel like awesome. I talked about. Thanks, Corwin. I don't think I, my nurse sounded just like that. She came in, even came back in the room to tell me, hey, it wasn't one, it was two, because I was, Hell I thought yeah. it was just one. But um, it, I was so excited and I've never been, ex I don't talk about, I think I talk about my eating disorder on here, but I, I talk about it very casually. I don't really, um, it just kind of pops up in conversation sometimes, but um it's a big deal obviously and so today i was worried i was going to lost weight i was seeing a different doctor i had a lot of anxiety and then i got on the scale and i gained two pounds in two months which to some people that's nothing but to me that is i haven't gained weight and i don't even remember the last time i gained weight so yeah, well, the the way you talk about it is very like okay this is something i've been living with my entire adult life Mm -hmm. uh it just doesn't come across as a big a deal as it is because it's it's old hat for you but oh, yeah really it's, it's a major thing yeah. but um like the two pounds i'm like i was not expecting me to be excited about it because remember where i told you about the scale the other day i was scared as to get on it but i got on it and it was broken or it was dead but um what oh, oh lord what sister did we get a tip? No, my sister just said O L A W D. Um, I wasn't expecting me to be so proud and excited for it. Now, down the line, it's going to get a little bit more difficult, maybe, and because I mean, seeing the actual weight gain is going to be harder than what I saw today because I didn't see, I don't see anything yet. Right, like you see the yeah you you see the numbers like just like me getting fat I saw the numbers climbing but it didn't really affect me until I looked in the mirror one day and was like wow I'm jiggling in places that I I don't I don't remember ever jiggling in before <laughs> so like yeah when you start when you start seeing actual physical manifestations mm -hmm. of something that is totally healthy like something mm -hmm. that's going to be so great for you it's probably going to be a little bit of a shocker like you might not recognize yourself which um, i would be worried would trigger the it, same um, part of your brain that causes the, my, the eating my therapist was i don't want my eating disorder brain to come back and today it didn't they let me have my day but i don't want it to come back and like like you just said when I start seeing the weight gain, I don't want it to, I don't want to go backwards. So I'm 
as of right now, I'm going forwards and eating whatever Fabian feeds me. It's mostly a Mediterranean diet. Lots of that's, 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 well, I mean, oh, you are pescatarian. Yeah. And I've, you just haven't slept shrimp. Meanwhile, I've got like four top sirloin steaks sous viding right now in preparation for a nice reverse sear after the podcast is over. I'm on a red meat kick. It's terrible. I know. But red meat's so bad for you, Warren. I know. It, uh, it's, it's so bad, but at the same time, so good. Like, don't you? I know you you don't, but Fabian, don't you ever just you you just want a really nicely marbled slab of beef to dig your teeth into? Yeah, and uh, like I think during the pandemic, at one point, I got into this phase where I discovered Walmart has these like plastic tube bags of hamburger patties frozen and yeah. so just probably buying tons of those and buns and making burgers like every day all the time yeah all the time i just living off of burgers which probably wasn't healthy but in, at some point i put on 20 pounds in the last year but this was 2021 that i gained 20 pounds and you were talking about noticing things jiggle in places that you hadn't it wasn't until one day like i slapped my stomach for some reason at my kid <laughs> like, <laughs> And it made a sound it had never made before. <laughs> and I had to point that out to my son, realizing that he's not going to understand this. Like, he doesn't have any concept of it. But I was shocked. I just had to like, tell it to somebody. What made a sound? It, my stomach, it, I, like, slapped it, and it just made a sound <laughs> that it never made before. Leave it, leave it to the musician to be like, I didn't notice it in the mirror. I noticed it acoustically. Yeah. <laughs> like, my body acoustics changed. I'm supposed to give a shout-out to my sister. Hey. Hey girl. Hey. Hey, hey Morgan hey. sister. Um so do y'all remember when we were talking were we talking about social security and how we're not gonna get it? Or was I talking to somebody else about that? Somebody else. So did you know that you can go on and register Sounds like a conversation and I it'll have, show you I can show you. It'll show you when you can retire and how much you're gonna get and how much money you've made. Listen, here we go. Long story short, Morgan Roberts can't retire until 62. I'm only going to get $500 a month at age 62. Age 70, I will get $800 a month. And, mm -hmm. oh, to get this, if I have a spouse or a child, if I died today, they will get survivors' um, rights. And um, they're only going to get $1,200 a month, maybe. Or maybe just a one-time payment. So, um, so they'd get $1,200 a month, which is more than the $500 a month you would get. I don't know. I think it's a one-time payment. It's just makes more sense. It's one time. Shit. Um, it's gonna go all towards my funeral. <laughs> I don't know. Your commission. So don't try and he's not gonna kill well, me anytime soon. You know, I was actually reading a book called Stiff about uh donating your body to science. Like what happens to a body that gets donated to science. It's actually really fascinating stuff. And I would encourage anybody to be an organ donor and donate their body to science. Um doctors gotta learn how to do facelifts somewhere. I don't want to facelift after I'm dead, though. Well, I mean, you're dead, though. Like, it's not really you. It's just they saw, oh, they literally, no. they saw your head off and they put it on oh. a platter and then they have doctors come in and practice facelifts on okay. it. I hope you can. And rhinoplasty. And stuff. I have a conspiracy theory that, okay. um, so in the 80s, Ronald Reagan was the first person that kind of started making, putting things into place so that this whole student loan epidemic this whole gigantic problem 
was seeded back then. So look at this. We've known for a long time that Social Security isn't going to be there for most of us when we get old. Like I've been told flat out, like it's not even going to exist. Like you're, it'll show you how much you're going to get paid. I've looked at it too. It'll show me how much I would get paid. But I've been told this is not even the program's not even going to exist. Okay, so let's set that aside. If you saddled people with these predatory loans with impossible payback rates in an economy where they're not going to get jobs, they're going to get them out of this debt, they're going to have to work until they're 62, until they're 70, until they're 80. You're creating a class, like a like fuel for the engine of this capitalist America whole thing. So I don't believe it necessarily, and I haven't done research but just the other day just popped into my head i think maybe somebody mentioned something about ronald reagan being the person that started changing laws and i know in the clinton era is where these bank laws started to change so they could consolidate and become super banks right i don't know but maybe maybe there's some connection that they need us to work till we die well anyways if yep. i'm not going to get social security then i want to keep paying for it you don't have to well if you have a job at certain places it automatically takes it out of your paycheck well, I thought I had to pay into it for... You should that. pay into it. You just told me Hopefully. not. I said you don't have to. But I'm not going to really not. I don't know. I didn't look no. it up. I filed my taxes today. Guess how much I'm getting back, Corwin? How much are you getting back? Uh, wait, you said back? guess. Um, 12000 $1,200? Who gets that much back? No. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, wait. Kids. Good. Yeah. With That's kid, the most... Of, like with kids, it's an easy $700. I've um this is the most I've ever gotten back in my life. Oh yeah. If it's true. If it's not, keeper tax is gonna have to pay for some. Did you like file it and send it off? Um yes, keeper tax is everything. Oh, I'm behind the curve. I was but, scared to death. They're all gonna take forever, I read today. It, not mine. Because I don't have child credit credit. As for the the social security thing, like I've I've heard for as long as I can remember, I've heard that talk like, oh, Social Security is going to go bankrupt. Social Security is not going to exist. Uh, you're not going to have Social Security by the time it's time for you to retire, which is entirely possible. But at the same time, the same people who say that tend to be the same people who want to do away with Social Security. So it's almost like, you know, the same people who want to privatize it or get rid of it. Uh, the people who had a problem with it's uh it's formation in the first place you know republicans uh those are the same ones saying like oh this is terrible it's going to be gone blah 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 so i kind of take it with a grain of salt like i'd be interested to know what what that website was so that i could look into the website and see if it's like it's called social be... security benefits and it also said that i uh, qualify for disability if i um have a disability that is going to last until i die or I mean, until I die. Is it social social security benefits dot org or? I don't know. Probably dot gov because I get emails from them that let me because I've registered at some point. I just Google it. And then they send me emails now just to like say hi, <laughs> let me know that I can look just at. Just Google numbers. Arkansas Social Security Benefits. Boom. Kayla Moore. Sorry, Kayla. Just so, oh. SSA dot gov. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll, I'll look at that later. I don't know. I'm I'm taking it with a grain of salt, and hopefully before we retire, we'll actually get some people in charge who, instead of just throwing their hands up and going, ah, well, fuck, uh, they actually start forcing the mega corporations and banks to 
pay their share. Just needs to be the president. Yeah, uh, like, wait, did, who who should be the president? Me. Yeah, I mean, be the president and start closing some tax loopholes, some tax havens. I, mean, uh, I don't know what I would be doing this for, but I would definitely. You couldn't do a worse job. Not the, no, not than Trump, maybe. Yeah, like no, Trump was great in one respect. Uh, now, when somebody says you could be president of the United States one day, I fucking believe it because that guy was president that's of the United true, States. I'm just not rich. Like, oh well, yeah, I suppose that's true. We could start now, and by the time 2024 comes around, I can do it. Who's gonna vote from for Trump or me? I Trump. mean, given the choice, I would definitely vote for you. Thanks, Clement. So, how did your trivia night go last night? Oh yeah. Oh, Nickelodeon trivia. You know, there's a question that's been bothering me, Fabian. Last episode, you were talking about a puzzle that uh, that that they put on salute your shorts that they put together upside down. Yeah. Because the bully character was like, yeah. I, Basically, he was neglected, so he just got really good at puzzles, and that's supposed to be this character trait. And then you had the question: What was the what was what did the puzzle turn out to be when they flipped it back over? Yeah, you never actually told us. Never <laughs> what the fuck was that puzzle? It's driving me nuts. Ice cream cones. I think it was ice like, cream cones. It was because the next thing they do is they look at each other, like Budnick and the other kid look at each other and go ice cream and they like sneak out or they run to the next yeah they go get ice cream and they yeah go and they just see all the ice cream because everybody else has gone on some field trip they didn't get to go to because they were in trouble yeah um did ice cream but, represent something? happiness oh, yeah yeah, yeah it's like the these... ice cream truck today and i actually said it makes me happy just to hear the truck <laughs> but uh excuse me drinking cider again uh, but yeah, trivia went all right. Uh, started out the night with four teams, and by the end of it, there were only two because half of them just left <laughs> halfway through. Um, Are they mad? No, uh, I'm pretty sure. Well, one of them, we just call them the drunk volleyball team because they show up every Monday night and they participate in half of it, but then they have to go to a volleyball game. So it's like they pregame drinking cider and then they go play drunken volleyball. <laughs> That's cool though. Uh, that's kind of taking up yeah, someone else's cool. spot. A, but that's a good night. I mean, yeah, like do some trivia and get your volleyball game on. Are you gonna do yeah, this every like, Monday? Monday? Uh, maybe not every Monday. Um, but I definitely want to try it again. I definitely want to go one. again. Do a Disney themed and. They did do a Disney one pretty recently. I don't want to. I don't want to retread that ground. My see my instinct like now that I've done Nickelodeon, my instinct is to be like. Like, I don't want to do trivia on stuff that it's just, you get the questions by Googling X trivia questions. Like, I want it to be something that, one of those things that I hyper-focus on and get super interested in, uh, like what happens to a body if you donate mm -hmm. it to science, and make my own trivia questions just based on what I learn, if that makes sense, uh, instead of pulling them off the internet. Which takes time, and a lot of the time it's like stuff that, oh, I don't just want to ask you questions, I want to teach you about this. So let me teach you about racism, and yeah, let me teach you about presidents and how they were all racist. And Oh yeah, like pretty much all of them. Lincoln was the best president ever. 
He was he super racist. <laughs> he was super racist, though. Even though like, he freed the slaves with the Mets place. He, he didn't do it to be nice. <laughs> he yeah, did it like over the other guys. It's like well, slashing their tires. It's better than all the other ones. Then. No, I mean, well, well it's, when you go back far enough, you do have like everybody gets graded on a curve. Like, yeah, you're racist, but you freed the slaves too. So, yeah. and then you got shot in the head. Yeah, by uh, someone who was even further on the racist curve than he was. So, no, from from back then, from back then, the only person that you can look back at and be like, okay, this guy was not a racist, and the guy who was a perfect example of like why the whole like, oh, they're just of their time, or oh, that was just how they grew up, is not a fucking excuse. Is John Brown? Do you know who John Brown is? Is he a president? It's a boring name. It's a totally boring name. Not a president. No, like, I don't remember that one at all. Mm-hmm. No, John Brown was an abolitionist back before the Civil War, and he's a white guy, like total, like and devout Christian, like firebrand, self-flagellating. Like if he sinned, he would whip himself, and like total nightmare to live with. But he was like, slavery is an abomination. Uh, owning man is owning another man is not okay like he would go to church and the uh the church would be segregated like all the white people in the front and all the black people in the back and he would just stand the fuck up get his entire family go to the back of the church and give his seats to black a black family like no you guys go to the front because this is bullshit so total fucking nightmare to deal with in person but like he he actually he killed people and died because he was like slavery is fucking evil. Total hero. Anyway. John Brown. I can name John Brown. Beginning to end. Have you known it? Have it in that for you? Mm-hmm. It's my um to... it's it's like my party icebreaker. <laughs> so all... beginning to end. All forty four of them. Well, forty five. I'm taking trump out of the out of the list because oh. fuck that guy but yeah i can do it all if i didn't know if that's the mini how many do i think that comes off differently I, if you or i show up to a party and say hey guys i can name all the presidents like i don't think that really takes the ice no. for me at a party i think no i lose the crowd like, all right see you guys i don't really do that but i did have someone ask me if that was like my some piece of it it's fancy word and it was like no it's just something that i can that i i can do Oh, and is I, that your episiotomy? No, it's just a party trick. Is that what it no. is? No, no, oh. no. An episiotomy is a terrible. Oh, no, that's that's like fancy word. The, it's a fancy word for when the baby's head is too big and they gotta make a few cuts. To, Mom, yeah. mine was too big. I ripped her. Sorry. Right? Is that what? Is that the? Uh, is that, that the technical term for big. it? Big. Yeah, no. I don't know. But so no, the. Me? Are you meaning to look no, at me? It's, I'm not even looking at you. Oh, we're backwards over here. It's weird. See, you each need your own laptop so that you guys can like. We have that. See. Wait, so I can go upstairs and he can go away over here and here. No, just so that it's like, are you looking at me? Are you looking at me? No. So what? he could be over there. Yeah, we'd be like dueling. Kinda we could like be on opposite sides. Joe size. Rogan. Yeah, we could be on opposite sides. Yeah. Instead, we should set it up so that everybody's got their own camera, and like instead of looking at a screen, you're 
just we're looking at each other just like we normally would be and it would be like joe rogan just like a side profile shot uh of us talking you know i said joe rogan because kayla last night was uh, i'm so tired of hearing about joe rogan and i was like well you know what yeah, I don't care. Okay, what is funny to me is the kung fu, the cancel kung fu that's going on at the moment. So, mm -hmm. so Neil Young didn't like what Joe Rogan had to say, so he tries to cancel him. So, okay, so then the video, the, the videos came out of Joe Rogan uh, saying like N word, all of that. Okay, so hold on, hold on. Now, now there's a, a interview with Neil Young from he was like 40 back in the 80s, making very homophobic statements during about the AIDS crisis and about these F words uh, behind the cash register. And I don't want them handling my potatoes. And it's like, Oh my gosh. Now he's the worst. His apology. Okay. So, so now the rock had come out in defense of Joe Rogan behind the COVID thing, but then the N word stuff came out and the rock was like, never mind. Hold I didn't understand. <laughs> okay. But now there's a video going around of the rock. Smell what he was where, cooking. where the rock has come. <laughs> well, he was uh, back when he was wrestling. He did a bad impression, a racist impression of the Chinese language. Like he was talking to like mankind. Ooh, yeah. He said, Let me tell you in Chinese. And does like the Oh my god, did he like did he put two fingers up to the sides of his eyes and he didn't do that? But like okay. the, the verbal stuff that he used to do to yeah. do that was over the top and really, really bad. Oh, now. hi guys. But then the next thing that came out was a tweet of his from like a decade or two ago. Not two, but a decade or more guys ago. He says a piss it on. Piece, a piece let her rip. A piece sought to, she forgot an eye. Hold on, but the next thing that came out was a tweet that's very, very, very homophobic. I don't even understand the context of it, like, it doesn't even make sense. But it's just back and forth and back and forth. Anybody that tries to throw a stone at somebody else has stones that can be thrown at yeah. them. It's just weird to watch. I mean, if I can bring my sister on camera. <laughs> Like culture, culture has evolved and society has evolved so quickly that I think we've we've all got stuff that we've said or done ten years ago, fifteen years ago that somebody could just pull out of a bag and put in front of our face. It's just most of us aren't recorded. Yeah, for and it. for those people, like it's hard now for a lot of people to realize how different the world was before. I was thinking about this. Like if you handed me a plate of grasshoppers, I think, what are you doing? This isn't food. But in another culture where you grow up with, this is your food, it's normal. Or if you hand me a, a sandwich that has dog meat in it, I'm going to be very offended. Like this poor dog. Right. But to someone that grew up with that, it's totally normal. So in the eighties and nineties, these really inappropriate attitudes were so prevalent you can't expect someone back then fully immersed in that to have just randomly been the hero, just stood up against it because they knew better. Everybody knew better, but nobody was doing better. So but just I mean, weird to, 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 to make it so permanent. John Brown beat the shit out of slavers and tried to lead a slave revolt in 1850. So I don't, I don't know. Like some and those are heroes. Do know better. Yeah, those are. Yeah. Uh, but Neil Young, like you're talking about, like oh, it was a different world in the 80s. So that's Neil Young's world. Joe Rogan was oh. dropping the N bomb. How long ago? Like five years ago. Everybody's watching the basketball game. Yep, eh. uh, I think so. Now, the, the, he, did you watch his like apology video? No, I've got zero interest in because I know it's not really going to be an apology. Well, it's interesting for both reasons. Part of it makes sense, but then the other part is like, 
ridiculous. The Daily Show did a really, really good breakdown of it. I'm not going to just repeat it, but it was right. it was interesting because it's it both works and then it completely falls apart. <laughs> like, does it work as an apology? Because well, it just it feels like it would be mostly from that guy. It would mostly be just here's here's an explanation trying to justify it rather than here's a genuine expression of, of regret. So to clarify, the part that works is he's explaining how he's telling a story about how um, on Sanford and Son in the 70s, Red Fox said the N-word or how, and that's what he was talking about in that conversation. Or well, Red um, Fox how, is black. Right, but he was saying that word to talk to him. He wasn't saying this guy is an N-word. He wasn't using it in a derogatory way. Now, it's right. still inappropriate that he said it because it wasn't, you know, the 1950s. But he's explaining like, okay. so that makes a little sense. He's like just kind of confronting the issues, trying to like maybe disempower the word, which is also a terrible idea. It doesn't work that fucking way, especially if you're the white guy. Um, yeah. And But he was also talking about the, the title of a Richard Pryor album. And so instead of like making this word this untouchable taboo, he was trying to like, just deep disempower it, which again doesn't work. No. It doesn't work at all. So he, well, he wasn't calling somebody that as a derogatory word. But then there's this other thing he said about a movie theater and Planet of the Apes, and it's like, oh no, there's no saving you. I have like, no idea. What <laughs> that's why I'm gonna I'm stop it. My there little sister just said, "Where do you fit in?" They're the guys just keep talking. Well, you were started us off. Yeah. On what? Yeah. What did I start that off? I no. said I'm lost. I mean, overall, you, the whole conversation. Jo show. What show? This show. This show. Remember, you talked about your doctor's visit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. yeah. And then you talked about I don't know. Joe Rogan came up somehow. Yeah, the uh, political thing. Like it just. That's why I was about to yeah. call it quits on that because it's unless yeah. you're all into it, it makes no sense. Yeah, and we could just be like, if you're not into it, then you don't need us to. It's just more annoying. Say it back to you. And if you are into it, you don't need us to say it back to you. Yeah. So, uh, well, what else? What? So the milestone was you gained two pounds. And then the other milestone was we're doing this live, right? Mm -hmm. Do you think guys, you guys would, how long do you think? Okay. So if I wouldn't have not left the podcast and just stayed, thank you for letting me stay, by the way. When did you leave? I didn't. Yeah. If I'm saying, I didn't, oh, I didn't, when you were a guest, I guess, and then I just yes. say, yeah. Um, where was I going with that just now? What if? Oh, um, would y'all be doing a live uh, podcast? Not necessarily today, but in the nearer future. Or am I kind of a catalyst? So you guys into this? No, this is that you're definitely a catalyst. Yeah. at least for me. Like I would never. I would happily have never tried a live podcast because i don't think i'm that interesting oh you're, you're great especially if you we could just right. see your face oh well uh i don't think anybody needs to see my but this was the last minute that i'm appreciate you guys it, saying yes yeah let's fucking roll with it and and corwin just has to do it yeah. <laughs> whenever me and corwin wanted to do a podcast we were had to we sat down and talked about why what's the goal what's the point and what we arrived at was we just wanted to be making something that's worth continuing to make for us. So however it lands, however it comes across, whatever topics, 
but really secondary to whether or not we're enjoying the way we're spending our time. Because I waste a lot of time. I know Corwin has felt like he's expended time on things that just aren't fulfilling. So getting yeah. together and hanging out with a friend for a couple hours and talking about life Bye. has been great. Oh, sorry. No. Wait, so wait, so now she's leaving? What? But we didn't. Know. We didn't. What are y'all gonna do? George? I don't know. You're the catalyst. George? I'm just cold. But yeah, like the way we started this podcast is kind of the way we ended up doing it live tonight was just like, hey, I got this idea. Fuck it, let's do it tomorrow. All right. So and that our first conversation, longest conversation was that first podcast. And I mean, in the years that we've known each other, what? You and me. Yes. Yeah. In separate rooms. <laughs> Pretty funny. Pretty weird how the universe is like that. Anyways, Corwin, um, your turn. My turn uh, to just talk about something. I feel like you're weird. I'm always weird. That's my I mean, I, I kind of feel like we're all a little weird, and that's why we vibe the way we do. Oh, I can't hear you. I think you muted yourself. Oh, this is a tragedy. There you go. Hey, there you go. Okay, so is it just my turn to talk about whatever? Uh, okay, so I've been have I've, I've had this thought. We don't have the language to express the sense of smell. Like, wait, fantastic! I bet that smells great. The what does it, Fabian? How's it? Doritos and Sweethearts. I didn't eat awesome. Doritos today, so because you know what, I didn't eat. That much. makes it even that, it, that makes I... it even more alarming. Um, so okay, so we have all of these. We have all these ways to describe the things that we see, right? Like our sense of sight. We could you could describe something that somebody else has never seen in such a way that they have a general, they have a pretty good idea what it is. They would recognize it if they actually saw it in real life. You can describe the color, the shape, the texture, all of that, because we are so heavily reliant on our sense of sight, right? Mm -hmm. So we just have the, we have the vocabulary to express our visual sense. Uh, but we don't have the vocabulary to express our sense of smell. Like you, so there are some words like, oh, this is smells kind of musty or, oh, it smells acrid or whatever. But that could be different from person to person. The color green is exactly the same. If I say the color green, you know exactly what I'm saying. If I say sharp or shiny, you know exactly what I'm saying. This. Sometimes I use the word, I use taste to describe how something smells. Or am I getting that backwards? Like, this tastes like the way this smells. Something could have a sour smell. Yeah. yeah. No, like no, no. Like, I'm, th I'm thinking of, I'm going to I'm gonna use Carmex. For some reason, that's what I want to use. And I will say, this tastes like the way Carmex smells. I think you're on the right path because most mm -hmm. smell is, their descriptors associated of smell are with. imperative. So when you make a perfume or a cologne, I think there's only five key scents or four or five key yeah. scents. And every perfume or cologne ever apparently is like variations of mixes of those. And right. you've got things like uh, floral is one. 
And I used to know the rest because I was helping develop the cosmetics department. Right. But I didn't remember the rest. Um, well, so, yeah, like, usually when when you smell something, when you're telling somebody else what it smells like, you're like, you, you tell somebody else what it smells like. Right. Oh, this smells like something else. But everybody's frame of reference. Like ass. <laughs> this smells like ass. Not no two ass asses smell exactly the same, but is the color green is the same no matter what. So, oh, like, are you trying, trying to say what color green would taste like? I imagine it would taste oh. like lettuce. This Rebellion. is what rubbed stilt skin <laughs> would taste like. That was in the movie. Oh, gross. What would Rumpelstiltskin I thought that was the best way but, to describe what this person was describing. This is what Rumpelstiltskin would taste like. But, like, or, but you just said that uh, there are only five different scents, right? If I'm remembering correctly, it's something like that. Is Well, we so we've got this very limited list of different scents. But, like... If you go back, uh, sir, I don't know how long, uh, 150 years, 200 years, some something not that long ago uh, on the scale of human existence, orange didn't exist. The color, like, if you were to go back far enough and say, oh, yeah, it's, the, it's that orange thing over, over there, people would be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, they couldn't recognize orange because there wasn't a word for orange. No. It Man. was just a shade. It was just a shade of red. So it wasn't until oranges became like the, the actual fruit orange became popular that people were like, oh, it's that orange. It's the same color as an orange, Is it orange which red? just became the name of that color. So it's the only color that's actually named after a thing rather than the thing being called that color. So it's this weird thing where it's like our our ability to perceive is defined by the words we have for that thing. So what if people are able to smell way better than we give ourselves credit to credit for, we just don't have the words to adequately describe the different sensations. But now purple is a flavor. Is purple. Well, strawberry. It's a, it's a grape, isn't it? Purple drink. Well, purple Kool-Aid does not taste like grapes. Humans have the worst vision, sense of smell, and hearing. Here, <laughs> <laughs> then what? Everybody, every whatever. But cats have the best everything, and then dogs are second place. Well, well it's because we so finely process the information that we take in that if we had a higher bandwidth of input. It'd just be more bullshit to deal with. Yeah, I don't want to deal with more bullshit it smells. Well, I don't, I'm, I don't know. It's just been this thing in my head, like maybe we would be able to better recognize what we're smelling if we had the proper words for it. Just like somebody would be able to recognize what orange is once they have the word for orange. Well, emotions are like that. Like uh, everybody loves the word schadenfreude. Scheisenfreude. Yes. Let's go. There's a word for that. Yeah. Because everybody knows the feeling, but you can't exactly put it in a bucket till you have a word for it. Is orange right. the only example you have? Oh, not just for me. like example for like people not being able to really. Of course, they could see the color orange, but they couldn't describe it to other people or even themselves. 
because you can't describe it to yourself without that word. It's just a different shade of red. Does that make sense? I remember that movie uh, with Cher and it's called Mask. Um, oh yeah, I remember, do you remember the scene with the blind girl. Uh, no. He's explaining colors to the blind girl, and uh, he gives her um, some cotton and said, "This is white." And then he pulls these um, ice cubes out of the freezer and says, "This is blue." And then he has some stones and a pot of hot water on the on the stove. And he hands those to me. He's like, this is red. And she's like, I understand. I understand. I'm not sure it would directly. I don't think that's. But for a scene in a movie, it blew my mind when I was like eight years old. I was like, wow, a blind person can see or conceive of these things. Well, you've you've got. I mean, you've you've got people with synesthesia who associate sound with color or smells with color. So, like, there is a certain level of like, oh, like. I, I can kind of see that she like the only thing she has to the only thing she has to relate to is the way something sounds or feels. So it's like, okay, how do I translate feel or sound to a color? I guess. But then, but then, then you have to wonder like, does the only reason he associates red with something hot or something cold with blue because that's what he, society has been. That's kind of what he's been not trained for, but uh, geared for by society. Just gonna run through all the red lights if you were to just like not go with what society says. Say that again. Did that make sense to you? Um, Am I following the conversation right? But I have something to say about synesthesia Um, because what you're saying is. So people make associations with things to colors. So we, we, because everybody says this is red hot, maybe that's what we think the color red is associated with hot. Sure, fire is often red or something can glow red when it is hot. So that makes sense. Right. But when people talk about having synesthesia, they could say the number six is is brown to me. And well, maybe they had a poster on their wall when they were an infant with a brown six. How do we tell the difference between that and actual synesthesia? Because actual synesthesia is neural connections. It's not just like a memory or a reference. So I saw right. a cool it's test they did. They had this board, at a board, and on the board was a, a field of the number five, and hidden in the fives were some twos. And they tested a person who said, to me, the number five is red, but the number two is green. I'm like, okay, cool, flip, flip. How many number twos were there? So if you had a field of red dots and there were only four green dots, flip, flip, they would stand out, pop, right there. I right. can just use four. But if it's a field of fives and twos, is your brain going to be able to read those that way? No, for the not synesthetic, at all. For the synesthetic, they got it. They truly see those shapes, that piece of information, that figure as those different right. colors. Right, because somebody... Somebody could mistake having synesthesia for just a, a simple, like, oh, I associate this with this yeah, because of something from my past. Somebody without synesthesia could legitimately think they have it because of that. But with that test, it's like, no, I don't know. Let's, let's see if this is actually an instinctual thing or oh, it makes sense. That's neat as hell. So. But yeah, so anyway, the vocabulary for spells, that was my weird thought of this week that I've been hyper-focused on. I, 
I had somebody say, which I haven't had someone say in a long time, your eyes are shaking. Your eyes and are I shaking. That, I, what? Yeah. Your eyes are shaking? Like what? Have you, not, have you never seen them shake? Your eyes specifically or just? Yeah. Oh, no, I haven't. Like, is that a, I thought it was like a saying, but. No, 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 no. It's not a saying. So, okay. Um, I have nystagmus, ocular albinism. You want to see him shake? I can't do it up there. I'm just too close. But um, I can't control the muscles in my eyes. And so they're always shaking, I guess, because people point it out all the time and I can't mm -hmm. tell, except for when I'm nervous or if I, if I make myself do it. But for the first time in a very long time, someone pointed out, your eyes are shaking. And I don't know where I was going with this. Oh, because we're talking about eyesight. Um mm -hmm. I don't know. I got, I guess I got butthurt. It's just something. Did it bother you when they told you? Like, were well, you hoping that you were? Well, it's annoying because, yeah, I know. I've, they've been shaking since I came out of my mom's womb. Mm -hmm. And they just, like, they vibrate back, back and forth? or. And if I get pulled over, um, cops are already like, well. Um, oh, she's going to. You need yeah. to have a note in your car. Otherwise, I would just. Oh. Yeah, that's what one cop told oh. me. Doctor's note. I've been interrogated in the back seat of a car because my eyes are shaking. I get because scared. It makes you when I'm waitressing tables, like these people looking at me like I'm on some drugs or something because my eyes are going like mm. these. And when I get nervous and if I've been drinking or something, they go real crazy. <laughs> no, they don't. I bet people have wondered, especially a cop. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what else is he supposed to think? Yeah, when I did get pulled over for my for my DWI. Um, I'm on so much it, meth I right did now. Make sure that I told him I have nystagmus, but you don't understand. I have nystagmus as I slurred my words. Oh no! I have nystagmus. I can't follow that light, so don't even try. <laughs> I couldn't follow it sober. When, I really wish I could show you right now. Well, I mean, see, this is why you got to figure out your Canon as the uh, as the webcam, so that you get a better yeah. picture there. Growing up, my uh, my dad, my brother, and my grandmother all have the same all had the same neurological uh, tick. Their chin just quivers all the time. Like just the very front of their chin just shakes, especially when they get mad. Uh, it's just this weird tick. You know what's messed up? I used to try to fake it like I had it too because it's apparently inheritable. Uh, but like it skipped me and i don't know that's just what you made me think of nobody in my family has this and just it's you. only it's more it's only really common in males and i'm the only one okay. that has it. and if i have have a son if i were to have a son he would automatically have it not like a 50% 75% it's just no i it definitely your kid will oh the boy mm -hmm. shit Okay. He could even be albino for all I freaking know. Well, does it, except for when you're pulled over by the police, does it affect your life at oh, all? Or? Uh -huh. Yeah. Well, I don't notice the shaking, but um, I don't have any protection from the sun. I'm supposed to wear sunglasses every time I go outside, but I don't. And then I have really bad night vision and um, uh, cross-eyed. Cross oh, and glasses. I, I, these are just, these are glasses, yes, but 
I can't, if I wear prescription glasses for too long, it'll make my muscles that I've tightened for so long weaker and I'll have a worse nystagmus. So my doctor basically told me that I'm just going to have to deal with it. That's great. I'm, yeah. <laughs> well. When I was on Dr. Phil, the first thing that Kayla's brother said, first comment I got was, I see your eyes shaking. That's just rude. That's come on, man. Like I can, be nice. You're I think if I remember that episode correct correctly, like you, you were already uh, No, not that episode, but like the episode that we did talking about it. You were already hung over and barely hanging in there to begin with. That was so. a lot of things. So. They were going a million miles a minute, sure. What about you, Fabian? Do you have any like weird thoughts or anything? Yeah, always have locked and loaded. Um, do you want like top tier weird or like just a thing I was thinking about? Uh, the top thing you were thinking about at this moment now. No, I, don't. I have two thoughts that I, 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 I can just tell you about. Uh, do you want like the one that's pretty weird or like the one that's just like a thought? Thought. Okay, so earlier today I was listening to a podcast and I discovered a job that I didn't know existed. It's called so have you heard of a doula? Yes. Yeah. A person who helps birth babies. Awesome. Yeah. There's not also, licensed at all, not that's not regulated in any not regulated form. Yet. It's just one. you could be you could be a doula just because you say you're a doula. Yeah, I'm, mm -hmm. I, I know I know doulas. So there's the opposite. There's a death doula. There is a what? person who ushers people into death like hospice care but not a registered nurse cannot prescribe or administer pharmaceuticals it's a person who is there is some there is training but it's based around communication empathy being there for the person so the story i heard is somebody who has this job and they were talking about a patient that they were with and most of the job is sitting with this person for hours and hours and hours just being present with them and getting to know them often you'll hear their life story recounted because people you know the time is now they're reflecting on everything they ever did they're self-assessing like they never have and at this point as this person was passing on the doula was sitting there helping them focus their mind on because the person loved uh deep sea diving right envisioning being under the water there's beautiful colorful schools of fish going by there's coral reefs beneath you the water's warm because it's tropical you're floating so that this person, as they're having this intense, possibly painful, uh, certainly scary experience, helping just keep their thoughts. Where sort of, are a, they guided, sort of yeah. a guided meditation on their way out so that right. the last moment is somewhat more peaceful. Yeah, instead of being like, oh, God, I fucked up everything. And it's like What's happening? Spiraling their yeah. way into the afterlife. Did something happen? Huh? No, no, it's... it's it's fine. But instead of being shamed and like, and it's like a bad trip. You, it, you always like, if you're doing psychedelics, you want somebody with you who's been there before and can kind of guide you because it's very easy to let your brain go in bad places. And it's especially bad as you're dying, because if it goes to a bad place, that's where you end is in oh, that well, bad yeah. place. Yeah. Like that actually sounds like, like so doulas and death doulas i'm not saying that they're bad it's just it kind of sucks that it's unregulated because you can either have somebody who's like very passionate about it and does a fantastic job and is like oh this is 
the best thing ever. Or you could have somebody who's just like, I registered online, and now I get to I just call myself this. So I don't know. I've recently been told. This sounds really cool. I should be the person that's doing all those uh, pet interviews that are now a thing. Pet interviews? For apartments. Yeah. Fayetteville's adopted the whole, your pet has had a half interview now. Okay. Like just making sure that the pet doesn't shit on the carpet? I mean, I don't know. Or... I don't know. But um, someone said, you should do it. You should cash in on that. I'm like, why? Because you clearly love dogs. Like, I'm just like... I like well, so, somebody who yeah. loves dogs is just going to be like, yeah, they can. Yeah, go that's what I said. I said I'm going to all of the um, pit bulls because those are Margie's favorite, and then I'm going to make all of the rat dogs. They're gonna, not going to be able to go. And I mean, at that, I've actually looked at places helping people. Kayla look for a place to live, and they said your pet has to have an interview and pay rent. Wow, the pet has to pay rent. Is that what they're calling yes. it? The pet deposit? Me and Tinkerbell is... have never had to pay rent or do interviews, thank God. And Margie either, because she would probably not match. Oh, I think Margie's pretty cool. But. Well, no? I don't want to pay cool? rent. <laughs> but... Okay. Well, what's the, uh, what's the top weird thing that you've got, Morgan? That's Sorry, right. I, don't, I don't think she had one. I, um, I had to turn around. What? I don't know. What do what's the top? What's the top me? weird thing? No, I'm saying I brought up the weird thing. Okay, then you say your you you. say your weird thing. Yeah. thing. No, no, go for go I'm for not it. So I can for you. so I can think. Go. I'm not trying to speak for you. Don't argue with me on the TV. Okay, so the weird thing <laughs> that I was thinking about was there's an old story. It's a short story by a poet named uh, Will, not William S. Burroughs, the other guy, Ginsburg. So like when I was younger, I got really into the uh, the beat poets, but I never really read a whole lot of what they wrote. I just liked the idea of them, the stories about them. But it did a lot read, of what read. they wrote was kind of shit. So, well, this kind of that's relevant. Um, so this one short story that I read by Ginsburg was called "The Man Who Taught His Asshole to Talk," and <laughs> it's a story about a guy who just for some reason came up with this idea of, well, I wonder if I could get my, I fucking talk with my asshole. And so he like practices and practices and practices and develops like this guttural voice that can pronounce words. And it's like a, almost like what is it with the puppets? Uh, ventri like almost like ventriloquism, but the not. He's not throwing his voice. He's making the voice. So he takes this act on the road. He like joins up with like a circus and he's vaudeville and he's like it's a success. But then one morning he wakes up and there's like a weird film. Like some kind of like stem cell tissue, like gel slime starting to go on his neck. And each morning it gets worse and worse and worse. And the asshole has started to have a mind of its own. Like it starts speaking on its own and giving its opinion, starts running the show and shaping up the act. And, and it's the, the act is going great. It, they're just drawing in crowds. But each day this starts to cover him in, just completely until his mouth is gone. His nose is gone. And he's just these two desperate eyes looking out with regret for what he flew too close to the sun <laughs> as his asshole has completely taken over the show. And this is a metaphor for America where we have done all this like, oh, yeah, it's reality TV, reality TV, stars, reality stars. And oh, let's make them presidents. And now it's just there's the fucking news. Oh, you're you're muted. The 24-hour news cycle is not 
at all news. It's just more entertainment, entertainment, entertainment. If right. it doesn't have ratings, it's not going to be on the news. So now the asshole has learned to talk. And we and are set of eyes staring out with regret at what we've become. Oh, God. That was my thought. My turn for the weird thing? Sure. I uh, think my, it's your turn for the weird yeah, thing. Yeah, my turn yeah. for this. So you know how that I have a ghost friend. Okay. Not, do you know that? Yeah, I think we talked like, about it. Anyways, and his name's Roger. But Fabian's been name. dead the whole time. Not really his name, but he's my husband oh, no. from the he's my husband from the 1800s, and hmm. I've always assumed that he looks like Abraham Lincoln because I love Abraham Lincoln. And, I drive a um, Lincoln. I love that the air went off when you said that, and because uh, <laughs> he wears a top hat, and I've just assumed he looks like Abraham. But I asked him, and he said no, he doesn't. And his name's not even Roger, but he's okay with it. And um, that, I mean, that, that I guess that was my weird thing. I thought I had more to say about that, but it, it didn't really get. Is weird. the ghost just like my name's whatever you want it to be? Like, I is... think his name really was like um, Ernest or something, but he said Roger's cool. My name Not was well. Edna or something, and I had like. If my name was, if my name was Ernest. If somebody gave me another name, I'd be like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'll go with it. Yeah, yeah, sure. That's Ernest better. Doesn't do any favors? No. Grounded in a while though. But He's grounded. Ghost does, man. Shit. See. Do I have a super weird thing? Um, hey, I got assessed. Have we talked about that? No, we haven't. Yeah. The, whole, the, whole, the whole assessment process. Fabian, have you done? Have you guys done like a psychological assessment before? For what? Like, well, it's kind of a broad spectrum assessment, but specifically for autism and ADHD. I've seen a the results of one, and it was traumatic. Traumatic. Not for me. Not for me. It oh. wasn't the the just the. I mean, it was nuts. I mean, it was a lot. Go ahead. Yeah, like I've I've seen somebody else's results and it was like for for them it was more of a like an affirmation like oh my god thank god like i finally have an explanation for what the fuck is going on um my mom little... was like that i yeah. basically just had a conversation where i because i when i called and made the appointment i just wanted to be assessed like i didn't want to necessarily say i think i have this uh um, right i just wanted them to tell me what was going yeah. on and so I exactly just, talked about what I struggled with and then they made their assessment well uh, for what I did with Dr. Chambers I thought talking like what kind of what you're what you're saying Fabian I thought that would be a lot more of it but I think mm -hmm. I talked for five minutes uh, he just asked me questions like mostly about if I've ever suffered head trauma <laughs> in mm -hmm. my life and uh, kind of what, what I was spot. there for yeah, um, anything I struggled with. And then the other two hours was just running me through a battery of tests. Yeah, like memory. Like, yeah, like, here, I'm going to read out a list of words. Repeat them back to me. Okay. Uh, like, you remember what Trump did? Like, the whole thing. Like, oh, I don't have dementia. I was able to remember the words that they gave me. Kind of that thing. I think but I then they're like repeat it back to me in any order and then they go on to other tests and then they're like 30 minutes later they're like hey you remember that list i gave you do you still how many of those words do you remember can you do and me doing uh like 
ask you to tell you what the words were? Or give me a test that you. Um. Shit! What were the words? Um. Donkey tent cave hotel pearl sapphire. I'm not putting them in the right order, but it's just like random ass words. Donkey tent cave hotel sapphire pearl sapphire pearl sapphire pearl and then I got them all. Uh, there was it. It was like a list of ten words. Uh. So they ask you, like, that's the first thing that they do, and then they move on to, here's a story. Here's, like, a little anecdote. Uh, now repeat it back to me, all of the details that you can remember. And then an hour later, hey, you remember those stories I told you? Repeat those back to me. After they've run me through a battery of, like, mental math, like, starting from, what's two plus two? And ending with something like, what's... Uh, I, I can't even fucking remember, like, just word problems, word math problems uh, that you don't have any paper for. And then it's like, here's a sequence of numbers. Repeat them back to me, but repeat them back to me backwards. How, what was, did you, what was your percentile? Do you remember? I haven't, I haven't gone back for the, uh, the follow-up no. yet. It's so I, I don't know yet. Yeah, it snowed, and I haven't been able. The to end of my friend's paper after that, it was exactly like that, and I was like, "Were you trying to get Adderall? Or are you really? Is it true?" And um, it literally said, um, "You need more help than I can give." Oh shit! Well, I hope I hope that's not my result, but the result okay. that I'm the result that I'm most worried for worried about, and but kind of trying to trying to prepare myself for is the result that's like, no, you're fine. Like, you don't have ADD. This is just something that's been put into your head because it's popular, blah, 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 blah. You're, you don't actually have a problem. You just are kind of lazy and you I have a hard time focusing know. sometimes. There's something fucking wrong with me. There's I mean, I'm pretty sure that there's something wrong with everybody, remember? Yeah, like, I think there's something wrong with everybody, but I'm, I'm I'm a little worried because I feel like I did really well in the tests and I'm like, I want to say like, no, 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 I've, I've, I've got a problem. I've just developed some killer coping mechanisms. Like yeah. I've oh, been living with this for so long that I've had to come up with strategies to overcome this, especially the fucking, like they put you in front of a computer and they're like, we're going to show a one on the screen. When you see a one, click the mouse button. Now we're going to say the number one. When you hear the number one, click the mouse button. Now we're going to show a number two. If you see a number two, do not click the mouse button. If you hear the number two, do not click the mouse button. Now click the mouse button when you see or hear a one. Do not click the mouse button when you see or hear a two. And we're going to do this for the next 15 minutes. I gave like an... like. As soon as we got to the, you're going to be doing this for the next 15 minutes of your life, I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> because it's like, they switch it They switch it up so that you can't get into any kind of routine. Like, they, they're deliberately trying to trip you up. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, I'm pretty sure I aced that. It was torture the entire time, but I'm pretty sure I aced that. I really hope that my coping mechanisms don't keep me from... Uh, getting the kind of help that I think I need.
Yeah, well, but if you think you need help, maybe I'm wrong. Like, you know what? I've developed some badass coping skills and coping mechanisms because I had to. Um, but I'm tired of it. I need something yeah, else. Like, it's exhausting. Something's got to change, man. Like, it's gonna be fucking awful. If, if you get in there and they're like, you totally ace the test, you're like, fuck. And they're like, but it's normal to miss a few. So clearly, you've had <laughs> serious coping mechanisms. You did too well. This is weird. We don't know how you cheated. Strange. I didn't have any tests like that. And um, I was told, you know, my next step right then and there by the end of the conversation. Well, shit. Um, and I'm, I'm maybe what doctor with, did you go to? Um, she was really nice. I feel like you went to the same one my friend did. Me, Doctor Chambers. Yeah. Apparently, he's the he's yeah. the only one in town. Is Doctor Chambers is the the guy who like runs these tests? Yeah. So. Anyway. I don't know. I I, I, I figured. To see how well I do. What's that? Take it to see how well I do. Watch me. It, then it was. So, I went in there like when I first called. They were like, "Oh yeah, it'll be like fifty bucks." Uh, but. Because I gave them my insurance information, they were like, "Okay, it'll be with with insurance will be about fifty dollars." And then they scheduled me for the appointment about three months later, which was in January, and insurance had rolled over, and suddenly it was nine hundred dollars. So, if you get nine hundred dollars to blow, you pay nine hundred dollars for that test. I did. Because that's why I didn't get it done a long time ago. Was I found out like the cost of it was really. Yeah. Did you hear about like they they're actually fighting uh, psychologists and psychotherapists and uh, they're fighting this bill or this law that's uh, transparency in billing for medical because they're like if people see how much it costs to get mental health addressed they won't do it so it's like it's not the pro the problem is not that it's too fucking expensive the problem is that people know how much it costs so just hide it and then we'll take these people who have a a self-identified uh issue that needs to be addressed and we'll surprise them with a giant bill that sounds fucking genius i have a real story about that i was in rehab and i got pulled out in the middle maybe three days in to this office with this scary lady. You know the lady off Orange is the New Black the that ends up being the sheriff lady in the jail? The, the spiky red hair? The TV show? No, she was a... Have you ever seen that show? Yeah, my first thought was red. No, not red. She was, she was in a jail person. She was having sex with the um, other guy that were in the jail. She looks... She wore pink eyes. <laughs> oh! The lady, like the the warden. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she, okay. Yeah. She's very intimidating. She pulls me into this other room and she says, um, "I don't. You're not going to be able to stay." And I said, "Why? Because um, you don't have any way to pay for it." And so this lady was about to kick me out because I didn't have a way to pay for it, but I didn't also mm -hmm. was rehab and had no way to. So I called my mom crying and was saying, "I'm about to get kicked out of here," and my mom threw up. My mom doesn't throw fits. My mom's like me. She's very empathetic and she's very mild. But she said she called and left a voicemail and she was she ripped them a new asshole. She said, My mom nice. doesn't Yeah, so I gotta stay, but I ended up getting the bill later. 
but still for them to come in and say, make me upset, say that you can't stay here um, because you don't have enough money. So your, your mental health is not a uh, big, you know, uh, yeah, like it's it's not the best thing for people who are already dealing with some shit to also have these financial stresses because a lot of the time the shit that they're dealing with is probably already exacerbated by financial stresses. So it I don't know, it's almost like it's almost like we need some new system where everybody pays a little bit into one giant pot. And then people, as they need it, can draw from that pot to pay That's for mental and physical and physical health. I was thinking Medicare for all, but uh, might as well take our social security for that. We all got yeah. more mental health issues now that I mean. I had a thought about mental health issues today. Um, yeah. About how I wonder. Okay, so I was listening to a podcast about the survivors from uh, the school shooting era in '97, '98. Particularly, like some of the people they talked to were, were at Columbine. Did where that era they, end, um, or what was that? Did that era end, or yeah, I was going to say like still that like... that phase of the era. So that's where things escalated. Um, mm-hmm. It's they've actually escalated since, but that's where there was a dividing wall between before and after. There's before Columbine, and there's after right. Columbine. And Jones so they were talking, yeah. right. My school had a school shooting. Um, yeah. And so they were talking to survivors of that from 20 years ago and they were saying, asking them their experiences and where they are now and how they feel about it. And like, there was a one lady who said she had a kid and they stayed in the same community and she went to register her kid for high school and she couldn't walk, bring herself to walk into the lunchroom. So she went to the office. She said, I can't go into the lunchroom to register him. Can I register him here? And they said, why not? And she's like, well, I was shot in there. And it was such a, weird thing to think about but they also said back 20 years ago a lot of these kids nobody knew how to treat them for these traumas they the kids were left to build their own support groups and figure out their own path for healing and the the whole issue of the kids that didn't get shot but were survivors felt guilty that they didn't get injured and the kids that got injured and survived felt lucky that they got injured because they could actually process that they could say something bad did happen to me whereas the other kids that were like in the room the damage was internal and it wasn't recognized the same way. Like, Oh, well you didn't get shot. Yeah. You're fine. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever trauma you think you're suffering with right now isn't legitimate because you didn't actually get shot. Right. But what this also made me think of, I don't know why was how poor coping before we had, what did we do for kids that were upset? There was a lot of religion. Religion Mm -hmm. was a, like, I will pray for you. I'll go talk to your pastor. Um, I was told I was going to go to hell. Yeah. And there's a lot of that. So how much <laughs> of our mental health epidemic disaster piece that we're living through is a result of decades of just people saying, pray about it or mm-hmm. turn to the Bible or talk to this guy that'll give you a Bible quote. And none of that really did anything. It was all telling you what to feel, telling you what to do, not an internal journey. To say, mm-hmm. hey, what happened to me? How do I feel about it? And how can I move forward for me? And a lot of like a lot of religion is to say not to focus on yourself, or at least a lot of Christianity is to say not to focus on yourself, but to look for up, yeah, look for an look for an external source for yeah. salvation or whatever. Yes, yes, Morgan. I think it's all for this. <laughs> um I uh att- tried to attend a an eating disorder. Uh, anonymous class 
online because I didn't find one in person and I was too nervous to do that anyways. But a couple of days into it, I realized reading through the um, 12, all the steps, whatever, it was uh, faith-based, which is fine, but it was all about how God should, can help you and just give it to him and he will help you get over, well, not get over it, but like, if you know what I'm trying to say? Jesus says, get the fuck over it. Eat a sandwich. No. Yeah, well, eat a sandwich. <laughs> but it was like, I'm not, I don't want to do a class where I have to talk, tell God is, I'm depending on him to fix me. But that is the basis of That's a lot of, movies. yeah. Like that whole thing is, you, if you are weak, you are at this point saying, reaching out to a higher power that can help you in a way you can't help yourself. And for a lot of people that does work, it doesn't work for everybody. The universe, I reach out to her, but she, you know, she gives me shit a lot, but she's not going to fix me. No, she's got other things. She's got other shit to do. She's she's birthing galaxies out there somewhere. There are football teams that need to win games here, and she's there. Yes, <laughs> I'm a big priority of hers, and she wouldn't fix. But she, but still, it's like, do they? So do they give you your own god in in there? In where? In a a. I think like, everybody god? shares the god. <laughs> no, it, well, so there's a lot of people that are. It's like it's like smells. Everybody like has their own vocabulary for it. no. Um, from what I've heard, there are like people that are atheists that are in it, and it is mm -hmm. a way to use the language and just basically acknowledge that you are weak, and you talk mm -hmm. about a higher power. It doesn't have to be the Christian God. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't have to be that, and you don't even have to really use that so much as acknowledging that you are weak. You will always be an addict, and it's one day at a time. I like. I can admit that, but I also. I just don't want to have to. I don't want a higher thingy to fix me. Am I making sense when you I are. say that? You are. No, like yeah, I, it, it, myself, it makes total I don't want to follow the programs if I'm if I'm in AA or something. But I, and 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 that be the reason that I'm better, not because I uh, the universe was like. So that's where I think the issue, my issue with the whole idea is, is if you're sitting here saying, okay, don't think about the problem, just give it up to God. I think it's healthy to think about the problem. It's yeah. healthy to just do self surgery. To what would you call it? Uh, um, what do they do to somebody after they're dead and they autopsy to autopsy yes. the person that you used to be because you are a new person now? But you can't not know why. Why did I have that problem? What drove me to those actions? What was I coping for? Otherwise, you're bound to repeat the cycle. Mm -hmm. So I just don't think that's a healthy way to do it. And then I'm just going to blame God for that. You could do both. You could definitely do both. But I think before there was a whole lot of Oh, you you think you might be gay? Uh, pray about it and don't ever fucking tell anybody you said that. Okay, now go to bed. Like I okay. think that was a, clearly a horrible way to treat this. If you if uh, you're gay, then you it's a mental disorder and you can't ever act on it. Um, but which is the official position of the Mormon Church, by the way? Gay people are fine as long as they are never in a gay relationship, and as long as they never act on their urges. Uh, but yeah, Mormons aren't in a cult anyway. Uh, no, I think my problem with the whole Alcoholics Anonymous thing or just whatever, not necessarily Alcoholics Anonymous, but Narcotics mm -hmm. Anonymous or Eating Disorder Anonymous, my whole problem with it would just is would come from a much more narcissistic place. If I manage to kick this habit, I want the fucking credit for it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I 
I fucking did this. Like, don't take that. No, like, don't take that away from me. I'm not. That's like, that would be like, hey, uh, family, I just spent 12 hours doing this incredibly complex surgery on your loved one, save their life, and you get to spend Christmas with them this year because of what I did. And then they go, thank God. It's like, mm, I can take those sutures right the fuck out. <laughs> we'll see what God does then. How about that? I hate to tell so, you guys, that's no. literally satanic. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, going I'm, to these, um, what is it, 90, the, 90 minutes and 90 days, not God. What's that? You know, they Nin do, Alcoholics Anonymous, they like a 90 meetings in 90 days. That's a meeting a day for 90 days. Oh, so that person that's taking the time and the effort to attend those it. meetings and stick with it, right. yeah. giving them credit. Yeah. I think you can do both, but <laughs> if I'm, that's I'm, what somebody needs, I'm not saying that you have to totally discredit the higher power part, but also not saying that like that's necessarily required either. Like, you, it's not, but it is, it is a, what, the 90 thing? No, the satanic thing, the, the God part. You don't have, oh. have to have that. Not that anyone's, I guess we're all on the same page here, actually. So what am yeah. I saying? I mean, he's not kicking you in the ass to go to everyone. I mean, maybe you are, maybe he is. Oh, what I'm thinking about is someone looking at this conversation and thinking that it's necessarily anti that tool. I think that's mm -hmm. a powerful tool. Mm -hmm. Just like a lot of us talk about the universe, yep. just because we had a bad experience in church where they talked about God. Similar yep. concept, similar application, but different verbiage because the other verbiage is uncomfortable now. Well, to to bring bring it back around to John Brown again, John Brown's like fucking nice psychopathic uh, opposition to slavery, the whole institution of slavery in America, he credited to God. He said, God said that this is evil. Like God, like I am doing the Lord's work by rounding up a bunch of guys and beating some slave some slave owners to death. I'm doing I'm doing the Lord's work. So it's like he's deriving that morality from an outside source, but at the same time, you've also got people quote unquote deriving a morality or a strength from an outside source uh, doing the exact opposite. You had people justifying slavery because it's what God wanted. So really John Brown was just a fucking hero who credited God with all of that stuff, but it worked for him. Like if he's, if he's got to latch on to God or this external source for this burning passion within him to kill a slave owner, uh, then more power to him. You know, I think people, people are capable of what they're capable of. People are going to do what they're going to do if they use God or some external source as a reason for it or sometimes an excuse for it, then that's what they're going to do. And if it makes them happy, then as long as what they're trying to accomplish is a positive thing, then fantastic. Kick your, kick your alcohol habit, kick your, like your eating disorder, uh, kill a slave owner in the name of God, whatever. Just, you know, it, it it's not necessarily a bad thing. No, whatever gets you through. So yeah. I think it's something incredibly powerful about taking yourself out of the equation. And I wonder if that's related to the concept of ego death that some people yeah. find. Because let's look at placebos. 
So if you have a very colorful, very expensive, very large placebo, and you give it to somebody, it's statistically more likely to work. So the more fantastic the placebo, the more powerful it is, but it's literally as ineffective as any other thing. So the person is putting their faith in this cure. So if we're able to say that I believe in a higher power, this higher power is lifting me up. It's not me. I don't need the credit. Cause you know what? Sometimes when we take credit, we also put ourselves in the line of taking the blame. And if we can right. absolve ourselves of blame, that's one less fucking piston in our engine that has to work and worry about something else. That's so a really just, good point. That's why some people, when you're a yeah. manager or a leader, people want you to tell them what to do. Just look, tell me what I need to do. Yes. To blame. But if you point them like a fucking laser, they will annihilate the task. Right. Just because they're free from the blame. So I think there's power there. Okay. Yeah. That I, I think you made it click for me. That made a lot of sense. I yeah. Like, I just think you clicked it for me. I don't know. I was just rambling. Re removing, removing, removing the fault of failure from the equation makes it more okay to try. More okay to do. Should, how can I apply that to my life? Trinity, look at your phone. He, he, Trinity. Uh, Trinity. Or something. he was watching earlier. He's right there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are you talking to me or, or is Trinity a person? Oh, he's my brother. brother. You haven't met my brother yet. I haven't. I haven't met your brother. Is this is this the guy who threw it through another through yeah. someone? <laughs> is this the guy who threw another motherfucker into a truck? I definitely want to meet him. He's a very, very good person to meet. He's a big bear. Wait. No, no. Like the impression I get is like if he threw somebody into a truck, that person deserved to be thrown into that truck. Definitely. So. Mm -hmm. Yes. Do y'all want to hear the presidents now? Or are we wrapping this up? Or what I do think we do? So. It feels right. Do, do, do you have like a? Do you have a rhythm or a, t a tune that you? Go I do, but I have learned, and if I think I have someone from my school watching, will if you remember, we learned this in fifth grade, and I'm not going to do the tune because I want it to seem like I'm more smart than I am because it's the tune of fucking Yankee Doodle. I, I kind of like the tune. Like, yes, did, did you ever watch the Animaniacs? Yes. Yakko reciting the name of every country in the world. And he's just listing off all the countries in the world. I was hoping that you would have something like that. I do, but I, but I like to seem smarter than I am. Oh, okay. Are you ready? I'm not going to say the first names either. <clears throat> okay. Fact check me if you want, folks. You ready? Washington, Adams, Jefferson, Madison, Monroe, Adams, Jackson, Van Buren, wait, Van Buren, Harrison, Tyler, Polk, Taylor, Filmer, Pierce, Buchanan, Lincoln, Johnson, Grant, Hayes, Garfield, Arthur, Cleveland, Harrison, Cleveland, McKinley, Roosevelt, Taft, Wilson, Harding, Stop, Coolidge, Hoover, Roosevelt, Truman, Eisenhower, Kennedy, Johnson, Nixon, Ford, Carter, Reagan, Bush, Clinton, Clinton Bush, Obama, Trump. Biden. Biden. <laughs> I was wondering if you get that last one. <laughs> Biden. Morgan Robin. <laughs> Biden and then Morgan. You will you will be our for the next American president, Morgan. Like I said, I just don't think females can do it. But, but you know, I think we could do it better than Trump. Trump's a... Oh yeah. 
If Trump can be president, anybody could be an astronaut. In Space Force. Yeah. Start running that yeah. campaign. Anyway, is that uh, is that the end of it? What is it? All right. So tomorrow we'll have Fabian's friend. Yes. And we'll we'll actually record that one to release later. Or are we going to mm -hmm. try to do it live again, or we'll record that one? Can we still okay. release this one, right? Because it, it separates the audio. Oh yeah, I guess so. Um, but I think yeah. it's fun. Yeah, we could. It doesn't. I don't know. Like we could have a bi-weekly thing going. I really like the idea of like, hey, let's have an episode of just us catching up on things like your doctor's visit, the weird Maybe ass thoughts that Fabian has, you know. Maybe like let's get all that shit out of the way and then entertaining for the guests type thing. Because I've been watching the people come and go in certain spots. Just kidding. I'm kidding. Stop. What's that? Huh? I just like more to where the audience won't leave. Okay. You know? Oh, oh, you you can see where people start listening and then when they stop listening. Well, yeah, but I haven't been paying that much attention. I'm not saying they're leaving when y'all are talking or anything. I'm making a joke. I wouldn't Check. blame them. <laughs> I was talking about. Right now. I was talking about like, hey, we need more words for how things smell. So I get it. Like, I don't blame them. <laughs> I'm speechless. <laughs> All right. So how do we close this out? Um, the way we always do, right? Get the, get the going. Um, See you later, you guys channel surfers. Tune in and, um... <laughs> I thought you said to hit play. I did. Well, thank you, guys. Everybody have a good night. Oh, yeah. And thanks yeah. for tuning in. And um, we'll be back. Again, I guess. I hope this recorded everything. Don't get mad. Here if it we didn't, we if it, if it didn't, we still got to hang we out. Pull the so baby. I'm cool with it. Okay, bye. Bye. Wait. Yes. <laughs>